Family and friends can be extremely supportive and loving, but they don't know what you're going through. And even though you can have a successful treatment and move on with your life, sometimes you need to speak to people who have been through it and walk in your shoes. The road from cancer diagnosis to survivorship is a journey that offers many twists and turns. Some of these turns may be trying and difficult, and others may offer unexpected comfort. We at the American Cancer Society hope that this podcast series will let women who are dealing with breast cancer know that they're not alone. More importantly, you'll hear breast cancer survivors share their own thoughts, feelings, and ideas from their own breast cancer experiences. Their voices are woven throughout this episode, each providing you with a unique perspective of someone who has already experienced what you may currently be going through. Welcome to part two of our fifth podcast episode, this one on survivorship and support. Once again, you'll hear the voices of our breast cancer survivors woven throughout this episode, providing a unique perspective from someone who's already experienced what you may currently be going through. Dr. Margaret Kemeny, a nationally renowned surgical oncologist from Queen's Cancer Center of Queen's Hospital, is here with us to make sense of the clinical information. Dr. Kemeny, thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Dr. Kemeny, this is the concluding episode in our podcast series on breast cancer. Can you sum up in a few words the approach that you believe is helpful for people to take when they are faced with a breast cancer diagnosis? The vast majority of people who get breast cancer, don't die of it. Although having breast cancer may be the most difficult experience in your life, it can have positive effects, like bringing friends and family closer, increasing your appreciation for life, and helping you determine what is truly important to you. My support environment consisted of my husband, of course, and children, and we have a big family. There was a lot of support from family and from friends and neighbors. Going through everything, I felt really as though they carried me along. So I also had support from the the Reach to Recovery volunteers from the Cancer Society. So I really had a great deal of support, and that helped tremendously. And the support process was my saving grace, being from a big family. It was the first time my five brothers had really coddled me. along those lines. So they each had a day during the week that they would call and make sure that I was doing okay, what they needed to do. The kids at school, they would leave notes underneath my blotter, underneath the door. I think the most difficult thing for me to deal with, and I think it's when you deal with any type of life experience, is you get to the point where if you hear someone say, We're sorry to hear about it. That after a while, you just put your hands in your pockets because all you want to do is punch them (laughs) because, yeah, it happened. We want to move on. Don't be sorry because hopefully, you know, good things will come from it. But the support system was, again, the foundation of getting me through it. My support of my family and my friends have always helped helped me in, in life. You know, I'm like one of these outgoing people, I guess you can say. So I always had like people in my life. And I think that I try to keep things fun with them. And they, you know, I try to choose people that keep things 
fun. I think that's how my survive. It sounds crazy, but I think as a survivor, I think in my life, that's really what I want to have good times. I want to have fun, and I want to go to work and work hard and enjoy myself and just do all the things with the people that I want to do them with. My tolerance level has corrected itself. Many survivors also feel a need to give back to other cancer patients as a result of their cancer experience. During my hospital stay, I had an American Cancer Society Reach to Recovery volunteer come in and visit with me, which was very helpful. About a month after the surgery, I contacted the American Cancer Society and asked for other women to speak to and to find out if there were any support groups. They did give me the names of a few women who were survivors like me, and I spoke to them, and that was extremely helpful as well. There was not a support group in, in Westchester County, so I asked them if I could start one and facilitate one, and they were very grateful and supported that and and helped me start it. That was 12 years ago, and it's still ongoing. We meet every other Monday night, 12 months a year. The Reach to Recovery program was very important to me in that these women were right here for me. Several years after my surgery, the first volunteer that I met with called and asked if I would be willing to become a volunteer, and I felt that I would be able to give back just as these women gave to me, and perhaps I could help other women. And I was trained as a Reach volunteer in 1989. Giving back and working with the American Cancer Society, being a second-generation breast cancer survivor, My biggest goal at that point, knowing in the back of your head that even when you do the right things and take care of yourself and follow all the correct regimens as as are suggested, I still was diagnosed with breast cancer after my mother. So initially my goal was the fact that I didn't want my daughter having to become a third-generation cancer survivor. Unfortunately, at the age of 25, my daughter was diagnosed with melanoma. That was bad news. The good news is, again, just as I did, because of family history, because of screening processes, because of yearly checkups, because of all the right things that are suggested, and again, following those good ACS guidelines, she had her yearly checkups. The doctor didn't like what he saw, immediately referred her with her family history, immediately had the moles and so on removed and we've made it through that and she is now a survivor but 100% diagnosis of being cured because of all those correct things in early detection and all of that. I think the goal now is to have everybody reach if you're going to be diagnosed to also have the positive outcome that you can beat it. So now I've got her hooked. (laughs) My being a woman of color and my being out here, I find that talking to women that they don't want to know. They are afraid to to get a mammogram. They had a scare one time and they don't want to know anymore. That I find a lot of, but with me expressing to my experience of what I've gone through, and the sincerity of my heart and caring for them, that kind of encouraged them to go get a mammogram, to don't be afraid. It's better to know than not to know at all and to let let them understand that they're not only affecting their lives, but they're affecting the people's lives around them. So it's never just only about them. They need to know that it's about those that love you, yourself. It's a bigger picture than you can even imagine. Cancer 
has no color. Cancer can affect anyone, anywhere, anytime. And unfortunately, this era, we're not being educated as we could be because we're not allowing ourselves to be educated enough. We don't want to know because there is a fear of knowing the unknown. My motivation in reaching out to the American Cancer Society to start a support group for women with breast cancer was a reaction to what I felt women would need after their diagnosis. And I think it's a helpful environment to be with people who have been through what you're going through at the time. Family and friends can be extremely supportive and loving, but they don't know what you're going through. And even though you can have a successful treatment and move on with your life, sometimes you need to speak to people who have been through it and walk in your shoes. It's easier to face the reality of a new or scary situation if you learn as much as you can about it. There's always a great fear of the unknown. Knowledge can help lessen that fear. There's much to learn about your type of cancer and its treatment. Be your own advocate. You're doing your own homework simply by listening to these podcasts. We recommend continuing your pursuit of knowledge. Every woman has her own way of coping with breast cancer. As we've heard, some find comfort in talking with friends and family, some join support groups, while others draw strength from meditation or relaxation. The most important thing is to find the method that works for you. However you get through your cancer experience, your strongest allies may be other women, like the ones whose stories you've just heard. Hearing a variety of viewpoints from women who've recovered from breast cancer hopefully will help you realize that what you're feeling is normal and can help you develop your own coping skills. The American Cancer Society is here for you too. We can answer questions about your diagnosis. We have a variety of support programs to assist you, including Reach to Recovery, our program that can connect you with a local survivor. To learn more about programs available in your area, call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week at one 800 acs 2345. That's 1-800-ACS-2345. Or visit www.cancer.org. We know that hearing the words, you have breast cancer, can be a frightening and isolating experience. We hope these episodes will be a guiding hand, leading you to answers during this critical time. And rest assured, we're here for you, and you're never alone. Thanks for listening, and take good care.